Hello, this is John Curry. I have sitting with me today my friend Connie Clark, and I'm excited about interviewing Connie because she is a life and wellness coach. Her website is strivingforwardcoaching.com. You'll hear more about that later. But Connie, thank you for joining me today. I'm looking forward to learning more about your coaching. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Let's start off with a very uh, first question, which is obvious. Uh, how about explaining to me and our listeners what a life coach is? What is it you actually do? Okay. Um, that, that could be a long answer, but I'll, I'll give you the short version. So um, a life coach um, forms a partnership with the client. Um, and basically, we help people get from where they are right now to where they want to be. Um, and that may sound like a simple process, but um, with working with many different people, we see, you know, a lot of people just get stuck um, in areas of their lives. So, and sometimes they don't really know that they are stuck um, or how they got stuck or how to get unstuck, especially. So we just sort of help them break it down a little bit, um, going to their thoughts, like how did, um, what's, what's going on in their mind and um, and we talked about this earlier. A lot of people want to go right to the action, like show me what to do and how, you know, show me how to get there. Show me what I need to do. That's to get probably there. most of the men, right? They want to do it now. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well, a few women are like that as well. <laughs> so, and, and what we try to do is, um, you know, actions are important. We hear, you know, Nike, just do it, but it's not that simple. So we really need to back up. Um, and it starts in, in the thought process. And, and that helps us figure out where we got there um, and then helps us to build some um, um, some track and we pull out some tools. Um, mostly it's just asking a lot of questions and helping um, people really get to the, the part where they want to be um, and to have sustainable results, to be able to continue and it's not a quick fix. You mentioned earlier that when you're sitting with someone, that you have tools to help them evaluate where they are today. Would you right. take just a moment and kind of explain how that works? Uh, yeah, there, there's many different things. And um, uh, after I work with somebody or, or, you know, a brief introduction, we'll, we'll figure out, you know, what, what it is that, that I can best help them with um, during our time. Um, a, a tool that I use often is called the Wheel of Life, and it takes just a few minutes, and I especially use this in, in retreats. It's, it's, it's great with groups or it's, it's great with individuals, um, and it has eight basic areas of our life, and based, by looking at each area, rating your satisfaction level with each one, um, it causes people, again, to get back to that part. I said, think. Let's, let's think about this part. Um, for instance, one of the, the spokes of the wheel is personal development. Another one is your personal finance, um, health and aging. So we have, that's just a few of them. So there's eight of these and ranking that people really think about it. And then when we look at it and we see this wheel and we see where things are off balance and we see if, if these spokes are, are even or if there's dips, there's highs. And it really helps us to assess and it helps the client to, to look at this wheel and, and actually see where some areas are where they can make some improvement. Like so that's the, kind of a beginning. I like the metaphor of the wheel because if anyone spoke is loose or broken, the wheel's not going to go straight. Exactly, exactly. You, you know, I'm, li I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about in my work, 
I let people do an assessment by using the Secure Retirement Scorecard. Right. And what it does, it lets people determine for themselves where they are and what the priorities are. Exactly. Without me lecturing to them, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. Because exactly. I don't think any of us like to be told what to do. Um, right, right. But, but it, it's interesting. <clears throat> Some people do come to me and they want me to tell them how to fix something. Right. Um, and as a life coach, I'm not, not here to to find the problems for you. Um, you're going to, you know, in our talking, we, we'll discover that and discover solutions. So Very good. we're moving towards the positive part of that. Very good. I bet there are times when somebody will come to you with a quote problem. Mm-hmm. And because of your interviewing process, they discovered that's really not the problem. It's something else. That might oh, be yes. the root. That might be the result of the problem. Exactly. Is that right? Yeah, that's very true. Very, um, very intuitive. Um, and a lot of this, um, you know, just back up in our, our world today, we're, we're so quick. We have so much technology. We're so efficient. We want to just get to the answer right. quickly. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so true. We're, we're all guilty of that. However, in, in this process, it, it does help. It helps us to just to, to slow down. And by focusing on that, and as, as we talk a little bit and take the time to talk, um, it's a discovery time, M- much like your secure, security um, retirement program. It, right. it's, it's pulling that out. Um, and I find, and I bet you do too, that it's hard to get people just to slow down to be present. They're thinking about the future, right. worrying about right. something, or they're dwelling on the past. So if, you can, if I can just get them to sit and have a conversation like right. we're doing now, and then they forget about time, and they have a conversation, mm-hmm. and... Many times, I bet they're telling you, here's what I need to do. And then once you work through it, they're able to get going. Exactly, exactly. And, and there's um, one of the other tools that I use is also an Aim Smart. Um, and it's, it's, got, it's used in a lot of different ways in, in, in many areas of business um, with different names. But it's basically a goal worksheet. Um, helps people to, helps us to really break things down. And that's an important part of coaching too. Again, to just take the time, break it down. We, we look at an issue and it's, it can seem overwhelming. Um, so we help people to break it down so that, that they have manageable goals. Um, and we always pick like, you know, what's your acceptable goal? What's your ideal goal? Um, and what would you settle for? What would be the middle? And then get very specific. You know, what's the first step? And they're like, um, I'm going to, you know, they may tell you, well, I'm, I'm going to save, save um, $100 this week. Or I'm going to, you know, put away $1,000 this month. Okay, let's break it down a little bit more. How, how is that going to happen? And so you, you make sure it's measurable. You make sure it's achievable. Make sure it's reasonable. It may not be reasonable. Um, um, I have this with... Um, some people that have come to me to with help for weight loss, and they may say, "I've got this big reunion coming up." And sound familiar? <laughs> Tomorrow, I need <laughs> Tomorrow. to lose fifty pounds. <laughs> well, you know, I want to lose twenty, thirty pounds in two weeks. And so, I, as a coach, I, I cannot judge. I, I'm not going to look at you, John, and say, "John, that that's you, that's crazy. You, you're not going to do it," because <laughs> you could do it. Maybe you could. Um, but I, but I just asked the questions and, you know, so how would that look? So what does that mean for this week? And what, and so we work through this and I say, is, is that your ideal goal? That's your ideal. Well, what would be your minimal goal? And so we work through it and then, you know, I I get to the point is, is this reasonable? And it's like, 
no. And so sometimes we back up and go back through it. And um, so I had this with a client one time. And um, so she got she got down to that was her 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 um, goal. And she said, you know, if I could get into um, this size pants by three months, I'd be happy. And it was a much more attainable goal. And I didn't tell her that. I didn't say she couldn't do it. I didn't say this is what you can do. She discovered for herself. She discovered for herself. What does the T stand for? The T? Um, you said specific, measurable, achievable, reasonable, and then I didn't catch the T. Um, time time oriented, I'm okay, sorry. So it's so, got a timeline on it. Exactly. And and again, breaking it down, like not when are you going to lose that 30 pounds or not when you're going to get into that size six pant. When are you going to complete that first step? So we've already, you know, so this is also helping us with that action plan. You know, what is it going to take to get there? You know, I think yes. I'll stop eating that hamburger for lunch. <laughs> okay. So or that the butter is, pecan yes, ice cream at night. <laughs> or I think I won't. Yes, exactly. So when you're going to complete the first step, and again, we're breaking it down. And the last part of this is who will you be accountable to? Uh, we are human beings. We are meant for relationships. So we connect and, and we need to be accountable. And a lot of times there's someone in their family, someone they work with that they can be accountable to. And I'm always that person they can be accountable to. And I will ask them, how do you want me to hold you accountable? Um, so in whatever, I mean, some people want, you know, I will text them, you know, at six o'clock tomorrow if they want me to, or I will, I will be as strong as they want me to be. I will be as passive as they want me to be, but I want you, the client, to tell me how to do that. So you're a lot nicer than some of the coaches I've used during my career. <laughs> I've been doing this for 42 years, and okay. I've used various coaches. Okay. And I have two guys, that are, well, three that are named Steve, actually, but one in particular, his style, he's like a drill sergeant in the military. He, he is judgmental. He'll say what he okay. thinks okay. in his world. Okay. But people love that about him because people who come to him have more of a military background. Okay. Okay. They have a warrior background. And since I, I want to get this done, I want to get it done now. Right. I don't waste any time. So. Okay. But then there are other people who he turns off because they say, whoa, too strong for me. Right, right. Too strong for me. Connie, tell us the difference between a life coach and a therapist or a mentor? Okay. That's What's a, the difference? It's a very good question. Um, so a therapist usually um, deals with problems, um, and there's usually a lot of things in the past. Um, if it's some, if someone's coming to a therapist or a counselor, there, there are probably some issues that aren't just day-to-day, but there may be some things from the past. Um, and a lot of times it could include mental illness. Um, so those are not things that a coach deals with. Um, we are, um, working with helping clients find solutions. Um, we, in our discussion, there may be some things that come up in the past and we may address that, but if it's deep rooted things, um, that gets into the psychological and that is, that's not something I was trained in. I'm, I'm trained in. Um, the, the skills to work with you where you're at right now. Okay. Okay. But again, understanding that these things come in. So, um, and I think the, the main um, emphasis would be on solution-based. Um, and, and usually it's a more, it's a shorter-term relationship with the coach. Um, I've had clients that, I have clients that I've had for a long time, um, but it's not around the same issue. 
where in, in counseling and therapy it may be the same issue. Um, so that's one of the differences. Um, a mentor is usually someone that is in your same line of business or um, in a very similar field that you're in or, or life place that you're at, um, kind of a someone that's been there, done that. And can help advise um, someone who's usually a little younger or less experienced in that field. Um, so there's somebody that sort of walks alongside. Um, and so again, we differ because um, I may have similar experiences to a client, and that might be one of the attractions that that, that pulls us together that while we're working together. Yet, I don't bring my personal into our coaching sessions. Um, the session is about you, the client. It, it's not about me. Um, I have clients that will ask me something. Say, do you mind if I ask you how you did this or how you handled this? So I will answer that or, or in the best way. But again, I'm always mindful that that it's, it's about the client. So I'm not bringing my personal into that. Where a mentor is going to bring in a lot of their life relationships. Pretty um, much have to in the case Absolutely. Like Would you share, just briefly share, the story you told me before we turned the recorder on about when you were a teacher oh. and helping the child about the dinosaur? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. I think it emphasizes very much what you're saying because it is about the client. Right, it's the right. client that you want to help. It's not mm-hmm. all about how how important you are, how important I am working with client. It's all about the client, and if we can mm-hmm. deliver that, then the client has a better result. But share Ab- that. absolutely, Take a share yeah. That. So I, I told John that um, beside my desk or phone, and I actually have several little pieces of Legos in different places where I, um, you know, I'm working with the client or or talking with them on the phone. Um, several years ago, I was a, a substitute teacher, and I was in a kindergarten classroom and working with little Johnny, and he came up to me all excited. Miss Clark, I, I want to build a dinosaur. Oh, great. Here's the Legos. Great. So I point him to the Legos. He pulls them out. And then I think, oh, wow. Okay, so here's some books on dinosaurs. Let's find a really cool dinosaur. So I'm flipping through the book and um, find find some cool ones. And so I'm, I'm helping him. I'm I'm, I'm, in, I'm cheering them on, but I'm also giving suggestions of where some of the Legos might might go to make it look like a dinosaur. Um, so at the very end, he's still excited, and he, he finally finishes, and I'm thinking, oh, you're finished? He goes, I'm finished. He goes, what do you think? And I just stopped, and I looked at it. It's like, look nothing like a dinosaur, but I'm like, oh, Johnny, that's great. That's a great dinosaur. Good job. And um, so that was just my, like, my aha, you know? A lot of times... We can see people going down that track, and we we think we know more, and we, we think we know how to pull them back in, but it's, you know, we don't know everything about everybody. We don't know where they're coming from. We don't know, but the, um, you know, where they're going to end up, We but we do know that it is their journey. And it's his I'm dinosaur. Just, it's his dinosaur. <laughs> so, um, so when I'm talking to the client, I'm just mindful to um, ask the questions and let them answer and 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 not bring any judgment into it, um, not bringing advice into it. I am that sounding board, and I am I'm trying to listen very carefully so that I can ask the next question that's going to draw them out a little bit more. Um, I'm not leading them. I'm just helping them 
to continue to think through the, the issue that we're, we're talking that we're talking about and to, to help them pull that out. I like that. So what you're doing is you're giving people a safe space to be in oh, absolutely. to discuss yeah. things that are causing them pain, perhaps, right. or they're stuck. Stuck. They're not That's quite sure one. where to go. So you're giving them a safe environment to have a conversation with someone who's trained to unlock this stuff. Mm-hmm. And for what you're saying, it sounds to me like that you're asking questions that would allow me to figure out some of the problems myself or the solutions. That and, and that's really key. Thanks for saying that because really the answer lies with the client. The and we always say the agenda. It is the client's agenda. I go in with notes. I go in with with some tools I want to use. But it really is led by the client. They could decide they want to go off in a different way, and I'm I'm going to go go with them. <laughs> so. Well, the reality is you don't really care where they go because you, because you have no set agenda yourself. So you're there exactly. for the serve the client. I, I think that if you're truly serving the, your client, wherever they go, even if they veer off and come back on the topic, it's okay. Right, okay. right. Tell me this. How did you become a life coach? Okay. What caused you to do this? Well, um, I've always been interested in how the mind works. And um, I actually have a minor in psych- psychology, which is probably just a little dangerous. But, um, you know, <laughs> we've all read self-help books. And um, and I I was just intrigued by that. And I, I happened to see that there was a intro to life coaching course. It was at the Center for Biblical Studies. Um, I thought, hmm, that sounds interesting. So it was a six-week course. So I, I did that, and I learned a lot. And what I really learned was, like, this is really cool. This is foundational stuff. It's not all woohoo kind of thing stuff. It's, it's good, um, you know, good basics. Um, so from there, I started researching companies. Um, and I knew that I wanted to, I, I didn't want to just do an online class. I work better with um, different modules and I wanted to be in a classroom. I want to do actual coaching with people face-to-face. Um, so I, I did ch- choose um, IPEC. That's the company that I went with. And um, so I had to go out of town for, for my training um, long weekends, um, three times during the year. Um, in between, of course, there was... Um, some community calls. There was a lot of um, coursework that I had to do. I had to do peer coaching. I had to do a lot of complimentary coaching sessions. So everybody in my family and their friends, I mean, they, they were coached up. <laughs> That's um, but, it, but yeah, but I, I learned that, wow, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed learning um, this process. Um, and I think I shared with you about halfway through this process, I um, got diagnosed with cancer. And um I am and was before this a, a very positive person, um, but the coaching really did help me kind of dig in because when you are faced with a lot of decisions and and um, you know things with health, it really does cause you to pause. Like, okay, what do I do now? What where do I how do I carry? How do I handle this? And how do I carry on? So the coaching just really helped me get through that. Um, I had coaches in my life. I continue to self-coach. I can sit, continue to, you know, just um, be positive through this um, and, and got through it very well. Um, and let's see, from there, what, what else from there? I, I like your story from the standpoint. So you didn't give up. 
Did not give up. You didn't so. go, woe is me, poor little me. Mm-hmm. You got involved and you turned the spotlight on others. Right. And that is one of the things that I love about you in the sense that it's not all about Connie. It's how can I help other people? Exactly. And exactly. that's why I was excited about doing this recording because there were so many people out there that I believe would benefit so much from just having a, if they only had one session with you, yeah. they would benefit. The people that choose to sit with you and have three or four or five conversations are mm-hmm. going to do much better because you can't right. solve issues in one, no. a one-shot deal. No, no. Can't do it. Yes. Can't do it. Uh, and thanks for sharing your, your personal yes. story there about the, the, the cancer. Uh, let's talk about this. So let's let's say I'm listening to this and I'm asking this question, okay, why, how would I know if I need a coach and how would I go about uh, determining who to hire as a coach? Okay, okay. Fair, fair question. Um, you, you, you can go on the website, um, you know, pull up life coaching, find different sites. Um, my site is on there. Um, I'm striving for coaching. So you could check out what I do a little bit and see if it's a good fit. Um, but we, we all have a lot of different specialties. I do life and wellness coaching. Um, but I, my wellness, I believe in the, you know, the, the whole, the whole body, you know, not just the physical, the, the mental, spiritual, mental as well. So bringing all those parts in, I think makes us healthy. So that's what I'm interested in and helping people. So it's not all about, some people think, is this about, you know, personal training or weight loss or whatever it could be, but it really is bringing, you know, the right fit. Am I the right fit for this person? So, um, and one of the things I like to do, John, is um, I offer complimentary sessions. So if you're interested and he's like, yeah, I don't want to commit. I, I don't really still don't understand it. I'll do a comp session for about 20 minutes and we'll, it'll, it'll be, I'll, give you a few of the um, basics, um, tell you a little bit about coaching, and then we'll just kind of jump in and say, do you have something that, you know, you want to talk about today? You feel a little stuck? And if you just, no, not really, I'm, I'm okay. That's funny. <laughs> then I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you some questions and, and draw it out. Um, and I'll tell you, sometimes I do this sometimes on the phone, face to face, like we are now. A lot of times we'll go for a walk and, you know, I've got, you know, people want to walk says, you know, we can meet for a walk and it's, it's, I love to meet and walk sometimes because that person, I like eye contact, yet some people, it's just more comfortable. If you're walking, you're not having to look at each other. So I've, I've done coaching sessions when a client wants to do it on a walk. I'm, I'm good. And I've learned to take notes. I've learned to remember things. And um, so that works. So I, I would say, try it out. Um, any coach should offer a comp session um, or be able to answer some questions. I like it. So try before you buy. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm especially intrigued by the idea of doing the walking. Mm-hmm. I love walking. I like walking in the woods. Mm-hmm. I never thought about having, but as I think it through, the truth is, going back to the role of a mentor, I remember many times with taking a walk with some friends in New York City, and we're talking business the whole time we're walking. Right. And that was a form of mentoring or coaching even then while mm-hmm. walking. I, I didn't think about yeah, it until yeah. you just said that. Absolutely. And, and you know, us, us busy people and productive people like to get a lot done. Oh, right? absolutely. Don't we ever. <laughs> 
So let's talk a little bit about what are some of the key factors for a successful coaching relationship. So what? Tell me a little bit about if if I'm hiring you to be my coach, what are some of the ways we'll know if it's a successful relationship? Okay, yeah, very good question. Um, so some of the um, it it's a coaching relationship is first of all a partnership, um, and it's built on honesty. So um, you've got to be able to trust me, and and if, as a client, you you need to be honest with me. Right. So, um, well, you can't help me if I don't give you the facts. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. Um, or, or where you want to go, or what? You're, yeah. So, definitely, um, confidentiality is key. Um, the client's got to know that you know everything they say is confidential. Of course, um, accountability is key. Um, to know that you can hold me as a coach, you know, or I can, you know, you can come to me. Um, for accountability, um, I, that I'm allowed, you're allowing me to hold you accountable. So we, you know, establishing that relationship. So it gets back to the relationship. So that's really is the key: is do you trust me enough? Um, you're going to let me help you by helping to hold you accountable. I mean, I've had clients that say, "I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this," and you know, I'll check with them, and they haven't done that. So, so the next session, I'll have to say. You know, there's and, and the, the another important part is no judgment. I'm not going to judge you if you didn't do X, Y, Z. I mean, I don't know what happened in your life that day. Something, yeah. So I can't judge that. However, I can come back to you in the next session and say, John. Um, so our last, I'll recap our last session. You agreed to do X, Y, Z, um, and you know, tell me what happened that week. So again, I'm not going to say. Why didn't you do it? Or bad boy. It's like, so tell me what happened, you know? And so you're going to tell me why or tell me your story. And then you may end up with, yeah, no, I should have done that. And it's like, okay, so let's back up. So you want me to send this text to you or you texted me. So how can I better hold you accountable? So we'll, we'll kind of back up, you know, we'll kind of make it a little stronger. But again, you've got to tell me how hard can I push? <laughs> What's going through my mind is you might be too nice at times. <laughs> well, and, I, and I've learned, I've learned that I, I, I really, you know, I, I will push as you, you just learn. And that's, again, that's part of the relationship, the honesty, figuring each other out. <clears throat> I've used some coaches in How to make it work. 42 years in business. And some of them would say, hey, if you're not going to do the homework assignment as we agree to, I don't want to be your coach. <laughs> they're pretty tough. Well, so, there, there is that saying, <clears throat> I, I cannot work harder than the client. Correct. And I have tried in my early years. I, I tried to do a lot of work for them. And if you're not willing to do the work, it's my it's way of saying work. that is when you give up as a client, I give up. That's very, very good. If you're not willing to put in the work and the effort, then why should I? Absolutely. I have other people who need to occupy those chairs. Absolutely. Take care of the ones who won't help. And you can come back and get in line, but you're <laughs> in the back of the line now. Exactly. And I've got to help the people that are committed. Right. Absolutely. Love it. What are some of the challenges that you help clients with? Um, we've addressed some of these. Um, I think, as we said, you know, a lot of my clients are around their fifties, and and we know that things change. You know, we're not in our twenties anymore. <laughs> there are more challenges around health. Um, True. It could be it could be a diagnosis. I mean, I, I do help some people who are going through you know disease um, challenges, but a lot of it is just realizing that. 
Um, you know, I've had some on too many medications. You know, they'll say, I, I don't want to be on all of these meds. And I know if I lost weight, this would help. I know if I did this, you know. So we kind of break it down. And so I can help meet them there with the help. Career changes. A lot of people, um, you know, our age or, or changing jobs, scaling back or reassessing. And, and that's why they come to you to get, get some of the um you know, what do we do with our money at this point? But right. um, so kind of just helping them to figure out what they really want to be doing at this point. Um, getting unstuck. We talked about that a little bit. There's just um, a lot of times people don't use that word stuck, but what do they use? Ways. What do they use? Yeah, just, you know, I just can't seem to focus on something or try and decide if I want to go back to school or do this. So a lot of times it's a decision between two or three things. A lot of times it's just they can't really pinpoint it. Like again, focus might be one of the words they say. Just can't quite focus. Um, it's or being in a rut, just kind of being in a rut. So they know something's wrong, but they can't identify yes, it. Yes, yes. Or you know, with weight, it's like you know, I just can't seem to stick to a plan. I I join the gym, but I I don't go or. So a lot of, you know, those are, those are stuck. Those are ruts. Um, I've got this saying that I, I think I shared with you, one of my favorite sayings. It's by um, L.J. Peter. It says, in spite of warnings, nothing much happens until the status quo becomes more painful than the change. So a lot of times, sometimes people have to almost like hit that wall. And, and usually in, in our day-to-day life, there aren't that many big walls that we're hitting. But the smaller walls, that thing that's, you know, we're pushing up against and we're like, oh, and then one day we may just realize like being here and not being able to move past this wall. I mean, this is hard. You know, maybe it's it's going to be easier to figure out some ways to get around it. So I like that analogy. That's good. So maybe it's not it's not a huge wall, but it's enough that it's deterring the person, making them hesitate and not take action. Exactly. And that wall could be causing a lot of problems. Maybe it's causing problems in their family. Maybe it's, you know, just a lot of, yeah, they can't go other places. Let's go a little deeper with that. What are some of the main ways you see people getting stuck? Um, We have a a few things that that we see in coaching. Um, One thing we'll call the gremlins. Now, the gremlin is that little, that that ugly little guy that might jump on your... I remember the movie and the gremlin. Remember that? (laughs) Think think of that little guy. (laughs) Think about him jumping on your shoulder and and just, you know, once in a while he just sneaks up there and it's like, you're you're not good enough. You, You can't do that. Or why do you think you can do that? So it's like we, we call it the um, the gremlin because there's always something negative and they're just kind of eating at you. It may be self-doubt. Um, it may be um, someone that says, I'm too, I'm not smart enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not, you know, it's usually like I'm not enough. I'm too old. I'm too young. Exactly. So there's that. And um, so it's really, we kind of help people with awareness of that, you know, and that is going to creep up. This is human nature. You know, there are going to be those things because we've gone through a lot of things in our lives. So there's going to be those things. So it helps them to to be aware of it. And sometimes we name it and, you know, say, you know, Ralph, you're leaving. I'm not listening to you today. So, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Lock him up in um, the corner. Exactly. <clears throat> um, assumptions. A lot of people think, you know, maybe because it's happened before in their life that it's going to happen again. Like, oh, I, I can't. I'm, 
there's no need to apply for another job because, you know, I I got turned down last year for this job. And just because it happened once, you know, or I can't lose the weight. I tried last year and it, you know, just because it happened once doesn't mean the same thing's going to happen again because you can make some changes around that. Um, so assumptions, um, interpretations, we see things, you know, the way we've been brought up, the way our circumstances are, we may see things one way and, and we help people look at things a different way. Um, with my cancer, I, from the beginning, actually, I, there were so many people that had cancer and a lot of my friends, when I was diagnosed, said, you're, you're one of the healthiest people we know. I'm mean, a marathoner. I eat well. I do. And it's like, you know, look at look around us. I mean, it's everywhere. And it's like my, my mantra was always not why me, but why not me? You know, what's so special about me? Mm-hmm. You know, why not me? So, again, just our interpretations of things. And then limiting beliefs. How true, how true is this statement now? How true is this? Just because it was true back then or just because it happened then really how true is it now so we we just come in this world with a lot of baggage and people come into our sessions with a lot of baggage so it's just kind of helping them and it seems it seems like well we know that we know that and most of my clients are smart people they've been through a lot but it's that you know we all benefit from someone helping us break it down and asking those important questions so that they can actually see it and then begin to make those changes that are going to be sustainable in their life. I heard a speaker say one time that the three most dangerous words in the English language are, I know that. Because the minute you say, I know that, you shut down all receptors to learn something new. So I know that, Connie, I have this problem, but I don't really want to do what it takes to solve the problem. Right, right. Let's talk a little bit about how you work with clients. I know you do okay. one-on-one sessions. Do you right. do group sessions? Do you do retreats? Talk a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love doing it all. And I'll <laughs> tell you that with one-on-one, um, I, I, I prefer to meet with people in person, but I've done coaching sessions with people um, you know, out of town. So we do phone sessions. Um, so that works very well. Um, group coaching um I've had people come to me who've had a common interest, so that helps me. I can, you know, I develop an individual plan. You know, I find out how long they want to meet, what they want to meet around, and so I pull together things that we meet together as a group, addressing things that are in common. But I always make sure that we've got some one-on-one time so that everybody has chances to just to meet privately and away from the group. And have that one-on-one time with me. So we build that in as well. Um, done day retreats. Um, done them at the beach, which wonderful. We have wonderful beaches just an hour from here. So it's nice to just drive. And they, they get a little bit of um, just letting go time. And we've had retreats, um, again, with certain... We, one of the last ones I did was on abundance. You know, how to have the abundant life. Um, and... Just bringing in um, maybe some brainstorming. We've done some vision boards to help them really kind of just let go. And I, I love retreats because it really is time that they are spending just on themselves. Um, we don't have other interruptions. Um, and at the end of the day, I mean, most of my clients are, you know, say they are relaxed. They've got some 
some tools to take home with them. They've got some things to, to think about. Um, we haven't solved everything, but it gets them thinking. And then they have the opportunity to work with me later. Um, and I always follow up with, with anyone from a retreat to see, you know, if they've got any questions, um, anything I can help them with. I like it. Is that something where you could help me create a client event where in our training center you could teach for, say, an hour, hour and a half? Oh, absolutely. I've, I've done many retreats where I speak. You know, that's a great length of time. Um, and through that, we can do some things. I mean, it just depends on, on you know, again, who who's coming. You know, I kind of figure out what might be the best, some of the best tools to use. But a lot of times we do something called the Wheel of Life, which I explained earlier, just to help people if they don't know what they really want to work on, kind of to look at their life as a whole and find the parts they might want to, to zero in on. Um, and I've done lunch and learns as well. So people can bring their lunch and in an hour we can do some goal setting. I've done that before too. We can talk about this more later offline, but I think there's a tremendous opportunity for you to be a guest speaker at some of my seminars. I would love to. Or doing webinars because what you're doing is so important. Uh, you're getting into a lot more depth today than I thought we would. So I thank you for that. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about um, how a typical coaching session would go with you. So I meet with you. I've done my my complimentary one, and, and mm-hmm. we're now sitting together, and I walk in. I say, I've got this problem or an issue okay. where I'm stuck. Walk me through a little bit about the mechanics of how this coaching session might go. Oh, okay, okay. We have touched on some of this, so I'm, I'm going to kind of just start you from the beginning. So we, we've had the complimentary session, like you said, so you know a little bit about me, a little bit about, about what it is. Um, so you would come to me, you know, I'd find out if there's something specific that you want to work on, um, and maybe that was determined in the complimentary session. Um, and if not, and a lot of times in the complimentary session I may ask you, if I were a genie and get, could grant you three wishes today, right now, what what would you want? Anything, anything at all. Ask me for anything. And so that just gets the brain fired up and, mm-hmm. and really thinking about what is it I want? Yeah. And, and and that's a, again, sounds like an easy question, but not not, easy. it's not always easy. And, and you know, <laughs> and it may be if someone says, I'd love to... To, you know, to have, you know, $100 million right now and never have to work again and have all this money. Well, that's not feasible. But, you know, if they came to you with that, then you could help them figure out. I can't give them $100 million, though. <laughs> no, not that much, but you could break it down. Well, sure. okay. So, yeah. So, anyway, so we know that, that stability, you know, we know some things that are important to them if they come up with that. Um, if they want to go on this fabulous trip, you know, maybe it's, they're on a fixed income, and so maybe, you know, I help them. So if that's an important thing, help them figure out how to to live their life so that they can put aside that money and make, you know, priorities or whatever. Um, so, so again, it, it's really establishing that relationship. That is key in the first session because the complimentary, you aren't trusting me yet. You're just finding out about me. Session one, we're building that trust. Um Learning, I'm learning how you want to be coached, um, and you're, you know, asking me the, the questions. So, we we may expand on the will of life um, if if you need a little more direction, um, and then we'll continue to work through 
again, through a lot of questions. You know, there may be some things that you're stuck in, and we'll we'll address that um, again. We'll and we'll kind of come up with a game plan. I like it. Yes, I like it. All right, I know uh, we need to wind down here in a minute, okay. but let's talk a little bit about how would I. If I'm listening to this, how would I determine if coaching is right for me? Uh, you've already said that you do some over the phone. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's right. listening to this and they're in Miami, Florida, right. or they're in Cleveland, Ohio, they can call you and we'll give the contact information there so they can have that conversation. But what are what are some of the things that would happen for me to realize that coaching is right for me? Or how do I know coaching is not right for me, whichever way you want to approach it? Okay, okay. Um, you know, the, the, the beauty of, of coaching is it, it's um, when I sign on a client, I, I don't make you sign a contract to say you're going to meet with me for a year or you're going to meet me for a certain amount of time. Um, some, sometimes it doesn't take very long to work through issues and sometimes it is a longer term. So and I, I say that because as a coach, we will work with the client however they want to be worked with. Um, so the the main thing is um, to reach out. You can check out my website, Striving Forward Coaching, learn a little bit more about coaching, and learn a little bit more about me, you know, if, if there's connection with me. Um, and, again, by letting us letting me do a, a, a 20-minute comp session with you. Um, and I'll ask that question, I ask, you know, if, if really – don't know, like, I, I feel like there's something missing in my life or something could be better. Uh, and I'll say this, most of my clients, it's not like they have these huge issues or huge problems or they're like, woe is me. Most of most of them have a good life and, and they're enjoying life, but they know it could be better. So that's where, um, that's probably the key with a lot of people around our age. You know, we're not going to solve these deep, deep, problems that mm-hmm. that started in childhood through coaching probably i can help right. with some right. but but a lot of people want life to be better they want to live their best life so that's really the exciting part um we we talk about fear-based and value-based if um if you know you have to do something how much energy are you going to have around that you know there's not going to be as much if there's something you want to do you're going to have a lot more energy towards that and working towards that. Absolutely. So, so that's where I really try to meet people is, is the, the way the things they want to do. And there's more energy and, and much better success. You struck a nerve with me a while ago when you talked about abundance, because I teach the concept all the time of abundance thinking versus scarcity thinking. Right. Love thinking versus fear. Right. And I'm listening to the things you're saying. And the truth is, all of us can benefit from coaching in one degree or another. Right. And I know I, I think back to times in my life, I had different coaches. I had a business coach, a physical mm-hmm. fitness coach. Because mm-hmm. I had my heart surgery back in 2008, I made a commitment right. that I was going to work on my fitness and wellness. Right. Right. Watch what I eat, sleep better, work out. And it's made huge, huge impact right. in my life. Huge impact. So I'm glad you're doing the wellness side too. Connie, I, I want you to explain something. On your business card, I see the letter CPC after your mm-hmm. name. What is that? Um, it's um, Certified Professional Coach. Okay. So you have certification. So talk just a yes. little bit about 
Because you were telling me offline mm-hmm. I, some ridiculous amount of time, like 250 okay. hours of training right. you've had just to become a coach. So talk a little bit about right. that. Because right. if I'm listening to this, I may be saying, well, how do I know that you're qualified to be right. giving me advice or coaching me or guiding me? So talk a little bit about your training. Okay. And then I want us to wrap up by giving people your contact Perfect. information. But tell us a little bit about what that, that coaching training means. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so the coach training, um, as I said before, I, I didn't want to just do an online class and do the minimum. I knew I wanted to do uh, an intensive course. Um, and IPEC delivered that um, with um, three, 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 day, three, three day weekends away. It was a very intensive time of away and getting lots of instruction and one on one and and time to be in front of and present and all of that kind of stuff um, during the classroom. And in between, it was the, the textbook work. It was the um, coaching work. It was a, a lot of things. But that uh, that encompassed 250 hours of time. So that, that, is, that is a big commitment. Big commitment. Um, and then I went on to get another certification, um, ener- energy leadership. Um, so that's another thing that I can bring to the table. Very good. Yes. Very good. Um, so I will tell you, my, my name again is Connie Clark. Um, I can be reached by email, which is C.D. Clark. That's C-D-C-L-A-R-K-E by four at gmail.com. Um, and my information can also be found on my website, which is strivingforwardcoaching.com. Connie, thank you for sharing your information. It's obvious from talking with you today that you believe in creating value for people. Yes. And you help pull information out of people to help them get where they want to go. Thank you so much. Thank for the you time. so much, John. I appreciate the time. If you'd like to know more about John Curry services, you can request a complimentary information package by visiting johnhcurry.com slash podcast. Again, that is johnhcurry.com slash podcast. Or you can call his office at 850-562-3000. Again, that is 850-562-3000. John H. Curry, Chartered Life Underwriter, Charter Financial Consultant, Accredited Estate Planner, Master's in Science and Financial Services, Certified in Long-Term Care, Registered Representative and Financial Advisor, Park Avenue Securities, LLC. Securities products and services and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. North Florida Financial Corporation is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities. Park Avenue Securities is a member of FINRA and SIPC. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this material, we are not undertaking to provide investment advice for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact one of our financial professionals for guidance and information specific to your individual situation. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Guardian and subsidiaries, agents, or employees do not provide legal, tax, or accounting advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Not affiliated with the Florida Retirement System, the Living Balance Sheet, and the Living Balance Sheet logo are registered service marks of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York, copyright 2005-2020. to This podcast is for informational purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities or Guardian and opinions stated are their own. 2020-96616 expires March 2022.